Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your hosts, Jimmy, Daz, and Defa. What's going on, boys? Ooh, All right, mate. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> say what? Say what? Say what? I don't know what's <laughs> 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 So we are back with part two of our greatest of all time adventure. Another 15 worldies, no doubt. Um, so last week, boys, we did our first five. And I don't know about you, but we obsessed over these lists, right? We mm. All of us obsessed over our picks. I felt mm. really vindicated last week after talking about my five. I was like, yes, you've every one of them is the right call. Every one of them is the right decision. A couple of people had that Paradise Lost album as well. I saw on Twitter. Yeah, mate. Weirdly, that was fucking weird. I don't know whether they listened to this and bang that on or whether it's just coincidence. That was fucking wild. Yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? How a couple of those came up and I was like, hmm, that's the top 20 for me, that one. Like, with a (laughs) a winky face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Def, did you feel that? Yeah, I know you like agonized over yours. I did. But like you said, I think talking about it, you sort of then feel actually once you start talking about it, yeah. it, it you've made the right choice yeah so. that's, that's it yeah when, when you start talking about them you're like oh thank god i had that in and i didn't drop that one yeah out. do you know what i mean yeah, for yeah, something yeah. else so yeah so we are back 15 more albums um to discuss on this so let's just get cracking boys i'm going to kick this off with 1995 White Zombie, Ashton oh. Creek, 2000. <laughs> Jeff has got his head in his hand because... Oh, God. <laughs> don't worry, mate. It's all good. Oh, so, I don't know what this means. Essentially, oh, God. we were just discussing those while you were, while you were away in the, in the old uh, the little boys' room. But anyway, right, yeah. so... 1995. <laughs> I'd not heard of White Zombie, right? And, um, well, I'd heard the name, but I hadn't heard any music. Um, and I've said before on here that I went to Donington 95, um, that Metallica compiled basically the, the lineup and White Zombie were one of the first bands on. Um, so me and my mates had got down onto the barrier. Um, fucking White Zombie came out, mate. Oh my God. They fucking blew my tiny mind. And like, honestly, there were like nothing I'd ever seen before. Just this blur of like mad colors like sean on bass with a windmill in her fucking bright green hair about <laughs> like rob zombie stomping around the stage with his dreads and his like crazy fucking stage outfits mate it was it was mental um i was literally obsessed the minute they came on stage for like 35 40 minutes however long they played um when alan got the record probably the day after i would think I took a tri- uh, trip to our price picked the record up and that was it, mate. Just played it over and over and over again. Definitely, we rinsed this at school, didn't we? As well. Oh, we came, we caned it, mate. Mate, it's it's just an unbelievable album. Fucking songs are heavy, they're groovy, cool as fuck. There's like huge hooks all over it, courtesy of Rob Zombie. Like, obviously, he's he's a unique vocalist. His vocals are distinct. Um, it's just. There's like an undeniable fucking stomp on this album, isn't there? Every single track is like just something. Everyone's a little slightly bit different to the to the next. Every song has got its own individual character. Um, so I, I liked um, Les Exorcist, though, is the album before this, which I did enjoy. Um, 
but it just doesn't sound as good as this. So this was produced by Terry Date. Um, it's just got that colossal fucking production, that sound to it. It's just massive. And if you listen to this through like good headphones, all them little bells and whistles and fucking samples and psychedelic bits like flashing and out. It's like an acid trip on a disc, basically, this record. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it is brilliant. Bit, isn't it? Yeah, man. Um, Electric Head Part One is one of my favorite album openers of all time. Um, Supercharger Heaven, one of the best choruses of the 90s. Um, more Human Than Human, Electric Head Part Two, all they're, they're all time metal anthems basically um and it, it, even the deeper cuts on here just like show the diversity that white zombie have got in their sound like eye zombie creature of the wheel blood milk and sky every one of them is different got a different uh vibe to it it's just fucking brilliant mate the the packaging the artwork with rob zombie's crazy art all over it is sensational um they're just one of them rare bands who've just managed to create a world in which you get drawn into like a world of monsters and B movies and, and stuff like that. So I played this record again earlier and uh, it still sounds cool as a cucumber, like all these years later, it's just one of the best private settings. Yeah, mate. So no one knew what I was listening to. I should give the game away, but so as, just a seminal record, lads. And uh, my favourite track on here would be uh, Electric Head Part 1, the uh, album album opener. So, yeah, that's my first record, White Zombie, Astro Creek 2000. Right, Dazza, well, you up next, my, my right, friend? I'm up next, mate. I'm going to go back to, not too far away, really, but the year 2000. That's probably quite a lot of my picks are from around that time, judging by my notes, actually. Um, this album went five times platinum in its first month. Fucking hell. What's it? US politicians didn't know what the fuck to do. Mothers didn't know what to do. Hold on, I think I know. It's probably the biggest cultural event since punk and grunge. It's fucking Eminem's Marshall Mathers yes, LP, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had yeah, to yeah, be yeah. in there, mate. It had to be in there. Platinum, I was like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, look, I looked up some, obviously, like, did a bit of research for some facts, and I couldn't fucking believe that. Five times Platinum, it's that first month, mate. Insane, mate. Fucking Christ alive. That's never happening again, is it? I don't think so. Um, as I said, like, I think it's one of the biggest cultural events we've had since sort of punk and grunge that album oh, yeah. that album yeah, just yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. fucking shook the <clears throat> planet to its core yeah it did didn't it yeah, yeah like people didn't know what to do mate u.s politicians and that were actually getting involved like trying to fucking like stop it like they were trying to fucking stop it it's insane isn't it when you when you t- when you say it in them words mate that is that ain't ever happening again like no no mate it's not happening again mate and um that's why this album's fucking gone in mate it has to be in this list um i think with this album as well um eminem made sort of no secret about his disdain for sort of like pop music and that and this was just an all-out attack on on pop music and i think i think a lot of like metalheads can get on board that train as well do you know what i mean i think it was one of those records that everyone that sort of hated pop music just sort of fucking united and rallied behind and was just like this is bullshit yeah that's he he was he was an actual rock star wasn't he in the way that rock stars used to happen fucking hell mate 
it, it, he was unique, wasn't he? He was unique. I just that that'll never happen again. Him, no, no. that, that was it was no. fucking outrageous. He was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. He was saying whatever the fuck he wanted, and like governments and that were like, "This is absolutely mental. We need to stop him." You, mate, could, <laughs> would you, could you imagine like those like those god-fearing christian americans when this because oh i mean they're mental, god, aren't they like can you imagine they're mental this must have been like I, I vaguely remember i i do remember it. i mean i was 20 so i do remember a lot of the hoo-ha but it's insane to think it was that big when you're when you talk about it like that yeah man like um so it debuted at number one on the billboard charts and it remained there for eight weeks number one for like a month and a half <laughs> Like solid. It's um, when did you first hear it, Dad? Were you straight in? Were you in it straight away? Yeah, like because I think that was probably have been. I think I left school in like two thousand or like two thousand and one. So, like I, like all the kids had it on, mate. Like you just yeah, couldn't yeah. get away from it, mate. Like I remember it was like, always just... on. It was it was always on the music channels, wasn't it? The singles from this were massive. Yeah, I mean Marilyn Manson had a had a spot in um the way i am yeah and 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 eminem directly sort of references him doesn't he about whatever it was at the time i think fucking just blaming him for the shootings and that and all that crap wasn't it yeah yeah he was public enemy number and he funny enough he is again now <laughs> like but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but I remember fucking just skinning up weed and that, like, well, it weren't even weed back then. I didn't even know what weed was. It was that fucking solid stuff. You remember the solid stuff? Like you had to, like, light up and just crumble it up. <laughs> like, everyone had it on, mate. Everyone just, you could, you could get away with it. Um, and just quickly, I just wanted to sort of touch on the fact that, like, it kind of borders on, like, almost horrorcore at times. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, that kind yeah. of, like, rappy sort of stuff. So, yeah, that is, um, that is uh, my pick. Um, the Marshall Mathers LP from Eminem, mate. Um, Class, yeah. mate. What's, yep. your, uh, what's your favourite track, mate? Um, oh, there's so many on it, but I, I went with Bitch Please too. <laughs> yeah, if this album came out now, you'd be it'd be fucking like it wouldn't <clears> come. <throat> I don't know whether you'd get away with it now. Like people would be oh, like, no, 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 no. Fucking, not, there's mate, no way. Imagine with, if that dropped today. Not with Twitter the way it is and no things like that. Way, like, yeah. no oh, way. Eminem hashtag cancelled. Like, oh. there's, there's just no way. No, no, no. That that's why that won't happen that again, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. why it won't happen again. Yeah, mm. quality pick. Thanks. Right, Defa. Um, <laughs> what's your first album? I've got you, well, I've I've done a bit of a detour here, so okay. I've gone for me um my second pick, which I'll explain later on. Yeah. I'll come back to it in the end. Uh, so my pick it was released October twenty fourth, two thousand. Uh, good year. Pro- it was a good year. When you said 2000, I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> it's a good year. But luckily it wasn't. Um, it's an album that even to this day is had such an impact on a lot of people, especially in the new metal world. It's Linkin Park hybrid theory. Big, yeah. It's a big, big record, mate. What yeah. an album. Mm. Um, I first heard, I think it was One Step Closer, was the first single. And I was, remember I was working at the gym and it came on on the Box Music Channel. Uh, 
and it came on and I was thinking, this is quite heavy for mainstream <laughs> music TV. You know what I mean? And, you know, chess, you know, the video is very new metal, isn't it? <laughs> God, like those fly, I remember seeing it, those flying fucking like, when that the Shaolin, they were all just fucking spin kicking. They're all everywhere. Air, yeah, yeah. Club and that. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, yeah, I remember watching it and I remember just standing there and the woman was falling off the treadmill behind me. <laughs> but I was fixed on the TV just thinking, God, this is like unreal. And especially like that middle bit, you know, that shut up. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, yes, I like this. I'm going to have some of this. And, you know, I mean, what a fucking record, man. Yeah, For mate. a debut album, this has to be one of the best debut albums ever i mate. think i think so it has to be i mean every song on it is basically a single and it even killed yeah and itch. i think <laughs> yeah yeah i think they released after the album in it but the exposure yeah. they got from this i mean yeah. catapulted them to how lincoln park obviously were uh, obviously now obviously chester being an amazing vocalist on here um what else? Yeah, I mean, what else can I say? I mean, they spawned a remix album from this. I do like a remix album coming that, out. That, that remix album's fucking dope. Reanimation, I really loved, yeah. I fucking loved Reanimation, mate. I fucking loved it. Reanimation is sick, man. And yeah, it just showed, you know, how, you know, to release a, an album like that after a debut, I just think showed how much people rated them and how big they were. Oh, mate, they were huge, mate. Well, mate, look out like that. It's the same as the Eminem album Daz was just talking about. Like, to sell that many... I mean, this album must have sold a squillion copies by now. Wait, it, like, went, it went 12 times platinum. 12 That's times ridiculous, platinum. isn't it? That is fucking ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Like, I think they just... Like, obviously, New Metal was massive by this point. I think they just hit the sweet spot, didn't they, of having those, like, New Metal moments. It was heavy, but there was... The difference was Chester. it was that it was that melodic. It was Chester had that melodic side, and you had Mike. You had that sort of rap, new metal. It was a perfect balance. So yeah. if you, if you liked your rap and hip hop, yep. Shinoda is a wicked MC. To be yeah, fair. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he can spit rhymes. Awesome yeah, he can. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> he can spit rhymes, man. Yeah. But then Chester has got that melodic side, but he can also ramp it up to those fucking yeah. growls as well. And, and it's then, very rare to get someone to do that. He yeah. got the old crawling on the go to get those emo goth girls. Oh, uh, they mate, they loved it, yeah. Shit. You know what I mean? It's it had slow, everyone, they yeah, had yeah. everyone, mate. They had everyone, mate. It was fucking unreal, man. The thing is, it's like a lot of singers have good voices, and that's fine, but you have to be able to write a hook, and he wrote the biggest hooks going of the 2000s yeah. like he wrote yeah. the biggest choruses like no one was no one was touching him for choruses no no nah. fucking linker park had a chorus guaranteed oh. pretty much every track yeah, and mate. especially on these first two albums oh. holy shit man. Yeah. Yeah. it yeah, was yeah. just yeah yeah agreed right Def, this is the hardest question what's your favorite track on him mate oh mate it's a tough one i've gone with points of authority because <laughs> i always like that no honestly, i love mate. I think that's an absolute tune. I, 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 I agree. I've ever since I first heard it, and again, it's one you know. If I do a playlist, that's a track I, I always go back to. So yeah, points of authority for me. Sweet. All right. So that's Linkin Park. So that's the first <laughs> first round of albums over. Okay. Right, Def. I'm sorry if I nick another one of yours. Here, oh but, no, uh, don't. 
my second album going back to 1994 and another band i was introduced to seeing them live (laughs) it is (laughs) it fucking is isn't it oh deliverance (laughs) oh my god two in a row Basically, I saw <laughs> I saw COC um, supporting Megadeth on their Euthanasia tour. Um, and again, it was another band I'd not heard of. Um, and fuck me, I was like blown away, mate, by them. Like the power and swagger on the stage from them. Absolutely undeniable. The songs just, they played... They played a few from Deliverance. Yeah, Deliverance must have been out because it was. they played quite a few from here. But um, the tracks, uh, the song Clean My Wounds especially was the one that stood out to me live. Uh, absolutely blew me away. Another one, me and my dad went and got the CD pretty much the next day, which is what we used to do. If we, if, if we saw a band and they were sick, we'd just go out and get the CD the next day. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, and from that, from that day, mate, it's just been one of my favourite albums ever. Um this is the first album, obviously, with Pepper Keenan stepping up to be a front man. Um, and it, it really marked a change in their sound to that southern fried, Sabbath, skinnered, thin, <laughs> thin Lizzy classic vibe that they've got. Um, Pepper's just the fucking coolest front man, man. He's got such a cool laid back style to his voice, but he can really tear into one when he wants. Like, um, especially the chorus of Senor Limpio uh, would be yes. would be the one where I'd point you to, mate, for that. Um, Mike Dean's bass playing, proper unique, proper funky. Um, Reed Mullin, rest in peace, absolute powerhouse of a drummer. Hit them yeah, fucking man. drums hard, mate. Um, Woody's got that southern bluesy swagger to his lead playing. You just look through this album, mate, front to back. Heaven's Not Overflowing great off kilter rhythm to start off the album hard hitter albatross is a stoner classic um broken man fucking crushingly heavy that track seven days is a melodic anthem um not the great like, david can't huh no no not, not a great david uh. cover, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um Senor Limpio, that track I spoke about earlier, the funkiest swagger to that track, mate. And then like that ripping chorus, just an astonishing record. Um, like some Metallica actually handpicked them to play Donington 95. So that same festival I saw White Zombie, I saw Corrosion of Conformity open that, that festival that same year. Um, and then Metallica also picked them uh, as support for their, when they toured Load and Reload as well, um, just after Wise Blood came out. So, you know, they were... They were sponsored by the biggest metal band on the planet who essentially took them out. James Hetfield even did a really rare guest vocal appearance on Wise Blood, which is the album after this. Um, you know, he doesn't do guest spots often, Hetfield. So for, for him to appear on one of their records was big. So, but yes, yeah, just one of the all-time great metal albums, this. Um, if you've not heard it, go and check it out because it is like I said, just a, a, an all-time great. Um, and my favourite track on here would be Clean My Wounds. It's just an all... <laughs> it's, it's one of my all-time favourite tracks. All-time favourite tracks, mate. So, yeah, Deliverance by Corrosion of Conformity. Cool. Good job. Dazza. Me. Number two, my friend. Well, I... This is the album that I switched out last minute. Um, oh, okay. Because I'm fucked still switching these out mate because i can't cope <laughs> i've got this fucking 
stupid brain. It never fucking sleeps. I can't fucking cope. <laughs> I'm just like all the time. Oh, my entire the one, life, this my entire life's been fucking consumed by this goddamn list for such a long time. <laughs> so, I mean, um, you can rest in a couple of weeks, mate. Yeah, I can rest. Um, I have put in, I had to put in Ramstein, mate. I'm, it's Mutter. I know we spoke about it on the Mosh Memories episode, but I have to, I have to put it in. Yes. That's the reason why I didn't put it in was because we spoke about it on that episode. And I thought, fuck it, it has to oh, go yeah, in. Don't worry in. about that, mate. It has to go oh, in. I would have been that. very surprised if you didn't have this in your list, oh, as, I, if I I'm being to, honest. Mate. Yeah. I have to have this in. Um, it was a massive part of, of growing up for me. I remember just fucking wanking all over this record when it came out i even <laughs> had like the red there was like a red was there a red digipack version of this that had like a couple of remixes yeah it's quite rare, sure, very rare mate. i think it's I very rare that. i don't know where it is now but i fucking had that and um i mean it was just a it's just a massive album i think as i said in the episode the first six songs on the record are all singles that yeah yeah that's insane um, isn't it yeah it's just you know, it's just a fucking great album. And the fact that it was like a jerk, they were German and none of their stuff's in English. And it just sort of like, that was another one that kind of pulled the time, just um, just smashed it. There was always a Ramstein single from that album on yeah. the rock channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like always. Yeah. Their videos were mad as well, weren't it? They had some mad fucking videos, man. Mate, they're yeah. the kings. They're the kings. They're the kings. Like they are. Um, I remember... <laughs> I remember um, being out with a couple of mates. It was really late. It was a Sunday night. And um, we ended up getting stopped by the old Bill because we looked fucking well dodgy. Like my mate, he's a knob. Like he had a massive trench coat on. He looked like a right fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, and I knew they were fucking going to turn around. Like I knew they were going to turn around. And I was like, we need to leave. Like they're going to come back around and fucking have a chat. And they fucking did. And they were just like, you know, I've got any fun on you. And I was just like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I was still young, but I was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'll just tell them. Um, and I had a bit bit of fucking pot. And um, so they giving us the wind up and that. Just like, oh, we're going to fucking have to do this and that. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, are you though? Like, what am I going to do with my bike and that then? Anyway, <laughs> they're just like, well, I have to tell your parents. I'm thinking, fucking hell. So I'm going home and I'm thinking, fuck's sake. And I don't know what time I got home. It must have been about midnight. My fucking parents are up in the room waiting for me oh, God. And, I'm, and, and she's just like you're not going to that fucking Ramstein concert in London now and I was just oh, like you no, fucking mate. what mate yeah yeah like she let go. me go eventually no oh, no I fucking God. went I fucking went mate I was well upset I remember like <laughs> crying my eyes out I went upstairs and like cried my eyes out I was just like fucking like that is mental right but I did I went and it was the London Docklands Arena that's no yeah, longer yeah. there anymore yeah I was fucking mate it was fucking great they um right. Mate, this this one I remember, we said it on the on the episode. I'd not listened to this album in full before before mm. you picked it. So obviously mm. I listened to it so I, so I could I could know what you were talking about. Mate, it just blew just blew my wig off. Honestly. The second like, half of the album's like just as good as the first. It is. That's what I really was really is. surprised. I was like, you know, when you look at a track list and you think, oh, okay, it might drop off in the second half. Yeah. And then I think my favorite song is in the second half. I can't remember what it was, but we spoke yeah. about it. It's got that female uh, chorus. Yeah, female it's a track for last, I think. Is it? Oh, one of the songs. Song, mate. I couldn't believe it. Like, it's like Adios and Rain Rouse and Zvitter. Yeah. That's on like the, le- the latter half. Yeah, man. Like, I think that's the woman singing's on Rain yeah, yeah. Rouse. Yeah, that's it. So it, ah, oh, 
yeah, killer album. This does killer uh, album, mate. What, just out of interest, what was the one you dropped out for? I what? had to. I dropped out Shy Halut. That within Blood Hill. Oh, okay. Which, I think you made. I think you made the right choice. Yeah, I, had to, I, mate. I think I you had to, to have yeah, this. Yeah. You had to I have, have this to. in there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. What's your favourite song, Daz? Go on, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably go with. Oh, I don't fucking know. This is brutal. I'm gonna go with Ichvil, probably. Safe. Yeah, no, mate. There's I, no, there's no wrong answer with this, is there? So. Sonna was huge. Yeah. So, what would you yeah. have had, Dan? Oh, you know what I would have had? <laughs> Can't what you have. Fire fry, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the triple X. Mate, yeah, oh yeah, mate, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a fucking, fucking tune, mate. Bang. Yeah. Oh. Links yeah. is on there. Links two, three, four, isn't it? Yeah, like oh, that would be mine, on here as well. Yeah, mate. <laughs> it's all I still here. can't get over that post you felt about that. Big. <laughs> that was the best. That was Big, the fucking mate. best. Big. Oh, yeah. Right then, Defa album oh. two, mate. Right, I think I'm running out of albums to pick now. No, don't worry, so, mate. We're, we were always going to have crossover. So if you, we are going to have crossover, if, we are. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to them. Def, let's just say quickly: if this is the first time you've listened to us, me and Def are met on the first day of secondary school, right? <laughs> and we've essentially been best mates ever since. So every single album that me and Def are ever listened to, we listened to at the same time, <laughs> and we discovered yeah. at the same time. So we will have some crossover. So <laughs> this might be, this, might, this episode, this this series of the greatest albums of all time might be the greatest crossover since Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, this this is going to be big. This is going to be bigger. Yeah, this is going to be bigger. Yeah, right, so it will be so crossover, m- it's fine. My next pick was released 8th of April. No. Whole oh, rewind. <laughs> it was released September nineteenth, nineteen ninety. Wow! Right back well, to the nineties. The second album by American death metal band Obituary. Ooh. Nice. I'm glad. Cause you of death. It had to be. Got this in, Dan. I'm glad you got this I, in. I, I, yes, it yeah, had right. to, mate. I had Morbid Angel last week. Yeah. And, you know, I said that was one of my favourite. I'm glad you put that Obituary, in as well, are one of my favourite death metal bands of all time. And this is definitely, hands down, my favourite Obituary album. Yep. Um, yeah. If... I, yeah. Where, you know, I don't know where to start with Obituary. You know, they do a style of death metal. I mean, like we've mentioned before, they're so unique. It's that slow, you know, that slow, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the masters of that slower tempo, slower tempo death metal sound. You know, this reeks of raw heaviness, atmosphere, and when Tardy's vocals come in, no one can fucking touch him no. with those vocals. It's like some I don't know what it is. You know, it's like the the Everglades coming to life. You know, I mean, as soon as he no, opens no his mouth, sa- no one sounds like him even now, do no, they? No, they don't. He's unique. No, like and I think that's now, I think that's why. Well, not w- the only reason. I think that's one of the reasons Obituary was so big mm. because no one could do what he could do in the vocal department. Nah, yeah, no, he, agree, he just makes it sound so easy. And I think you know this album. I think they. You know, the previous album, Slowly We Rock, was very good, but this was the album that I got into obituary with. Uh, and it just seemed more heavier and more... It flowed a, a bit better. I think the songs were catchier. Um, yeah. 
they you could tell yeah, they had I a think... confidence in their sound by this album. Absolutely, man. And uh, you obviously we mentioned about the the artwork previously. It was supposed to be on Beneath the Remains, uh, but Roadrunner let Obituary use it. I think Max Cavaliera was very, very pissed off with it um, because apparently he's got the tattoo on his arm. Oh, really? The course of death, which he thought was going to be beneath the remains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's 100% true. Don't quote me, but Max, that's Will you come on and let I us know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knows Max apparently, Scamera. that's why he was pissed off because he already had the tattoo on his arm. Thinking it was going to be that, You couldn't imagine it now, could you? The, those two artworks being the other way around. I, I think if you look, I think if it was Sepultura's logo on there, you could say, I think it's, but I think if it was beneath the remain, if Obituary had the beneath the remains cover, it wouldn't look right. But yeah, I think Sepultura would look, I think, perfect with both. I think it's, but it's a completely different artwork to slowly we rot is very, it's, it's, it's like cartoony, weird... wasn't it? Yeah, it's like a cartoon, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but this one is sort of like they've stepped up the sound, but they've also stepped up the artwork gains as well. Yeah, mate. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. uh, there's some fuck. I mean, we've talked about chopped in half so many times, so I'm not going to talk about that. That's a banger. You've got Circle of the Tyrants with the Celtic Frost cover, which is a banger. Yeah. The first two tracks, Infected and Body Bag. Fuck yeah. me, man. <laughs> Body you don't bag. get what better than that. <laughs> you know, Turned Inside Out is an absolute fucking anthem as well. That's my like, favourite victory song, Death. For, oh, mate. For me, it's dying. That's my favourite. Oh, sick. Because sick. It start, you think it's an instrumental the way it's going. And I think that showcases obituaries, different waves of sound. You know, you've got the blast beats, you've got the slow sludgy riffs, and then eventually you hear Tardy <laughs> echoing in the background. And then he comes yeah, in yeah. with a few lyrics. It's just a great all round four and a half minutes track. But yeah, this is a superb album. And I think for death metal, I mean, there's still bands we compare, you know, sound like obituary yeah. now, you know what I mean? Cause you know they're they're one of the best at it and yeah this is definitely one of the best death metal albums and i had to have it in there so yeah cause of death great pick yeah. death <laughs> yeah yeah cause of death. cause of death right okay so on to my album number three and this does is an album that you had last week we're going back to Gone. 1999, baby. And it is yeah. the Battle of Los Angeles by Rage oh, Against the Motherfucking Machine, boy. Good show. I knew you'd have that. So I've got a similar relationship with this to you, Daz. I'd mm. got into Rage Against Machine after Evil Empire had came out. Yeah. So this was the first album that I was looking forward to coming out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, got, I went and bought this on the day it was released. Um I've got Foo Fighters, Colour and the Shape, I think, and this on the same day came out, so that wasn't a bad day. Um, oh, Colour and Shape's great. And this just is the album, like I said, it's the album, first time I bought by them. It's the, I saw them on this album cycle live, um, so Mad. this this has nice. a real connection for me, mate, this record. like mm. um, Testify is one of the most explosive album openers you're ever going to oh. hear. Like that boom. And it just builds up. That riff crashes in, mate. Like live. So when I saw them live, like the lights, obviously the lights went down, everyone cheers. It's just four geezers walk out on stage and then they start playing that track. 
when that riff kicked in, the whole of Wembley Stadium went, uh, Wembley Arena went fucking mental. There was just bodies flying everywhere, mate. I, it was, <laughs> I'll never forget it as long as I live. Honestly, it was it was outrageous. Um, but when you go into the deep cuts on this album, like New Millennium Homes, that's a fucking mm. banger. Maria, it's got one of my favourite Tom yeah. Morello riffs ever in it. That's a great track, that. Yeah. Uh, Voice of the <clears throat> Voiceless. Oh, uh, I fucking Bor- love that tune. Yeah. Born as Ghosts, all complete bangers. Um, like we discussed last week, Daz, the huge hits on this, like Gorilla Radio, Sleep Now in the Fire, absolute classics. Come on. You had Rage Against the Machine chucking in new flavours on this, like the, like Mike Check, that super funky fucking track. Wow. And he just put them in a league of their own. Yeah, womp, womp. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Like, um, Timmy C's bass tone is one of the best ever committed to disc on this. It's so mm. many, like, little weird fucking wah-wah, like, womp, womp, like that, like you're saying on there. And there's little bass runs in songs. And there's songs that are built around his bass lines, which is, you know, unique for them. Um, him and Brad Wilk are essentially one of the best rhythm sections ever to grace music they just lock they're locked into a groove that's like just so tight that you it's it's like they're one person do you know what i mean it's it's mental when when you when you listen to it um and so many bands have tried to emulate that rhythm section over the years and i just can't even fucking touch them they can't come close mate like zach zach sounds sensational on this record like i think his ability to flow uh, and his cadence uh hit a new level on this on this record like he was good before but i think he was at the peak of his powers on this one um like just listen to gorilla rodeo like calm like a bomb just listen to his fucking flow over the top of those tracks it's ignite 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 oh, come like a bomb it's ugh, mate it's Zach's one of the pumped, Zach's one of, he's one of the goat vocalists man he's, yeah, he's one of the he goat was, rappers I'm, mate and he's not yeah even, he's like, untouchable a, mate yeah yeah he's not even a hip-hop artist like Nah. Yeah, that's true. That's fucking mad. It is, man. Like Tom Morello on this, just doing what he does best. He's just a one-off, and he his riffs are quite simple, but they're so powerful sounding. But then he's got that unique lead style that it's just him. He's in the he's in a class of one when it comes to like that that experimentation on guitar. Um, so yeah, it's not the normal Rage Against the Machine album people would go for, and I'm glad you picked it as well, Daz. You know, a lot of people mm. would go for the debut, but this is the one for me that. I think this is a better record. Like if I, yeah, I think also, it is. Yeah, I I prefer this. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I, I do as well, mate. Yeah, um, it's just one of the best, most unique bands to ever do it. And and yeah, this is this mm. is the one for me. Uh, Battle of Los Angeles, favorite track. Testify it has to be Testify. Like you press play and this diff just fucking explodes out the out the stereo at you, mate. It's Devon Dudley style. Testify. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. So Rage Against the Machine, Battle of Los Angeles is my third pick. Uh, Daz, on to your third pick, mate. What are you? Uh, what you got now for us? My uh, third pick is in 2000 again. I fucking obviously really enjoyed that period <laughs> yeah. of my life. I was, I was just, um, must have just been around leaving school time in it, 15, 16, 17 sort of era. Mm. I haven't really done the math, but um, it's uh, In Flames, Clayman. Oh yes, Ooh. yes. yes. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. This this was um I don't really remember when I first heard this to be honest with you. I think I actually I think it was Pinball Map and it was on a Metal Hammer demo that you got with a mag, obviously. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, and my mate fucking loved this as well. And this was just one of those records that I just stayed with me for a long time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. one of those records that just stayed with me for a long time. Um, the, me- the, the melodies throughout this record are just hypnotising. I think the guitar work's fucking unreal, mate. I've... Um... No spoiler, but there might be an In Flames album coming up very, very soon on this episode. So nice. I'll okay. back what you're saying here. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, I won't. Um... <laughs> no, no, but, no, no. You say it, mate, and I'll back but, it up. <laughs> but I think, I think it probably upset because I didn't, like, I can't remember. I think one of my mates, like, his name was Guy. Like, I think he had, like, Horacle, and I fucking like that. Yeah. Um, but, like, I wasn't. Like, I was too young to kind of be into, like, all the older shit. Uh, do you know what I mean? So, I yeah. think when this came out, a lot of people were kind of a bit mad because they sort of started flirting a bit with poppier song structure and sound. Yeah, this people was... People were a bit like, fucking, what the fuck is this? This was the... It was a little, like, nod to where they were going to go in yeah. the future, wasn't it? In in the more mainstreamy melodic sound. Yeah, Um but subsequently making it incredibly uh, an incredibly accessible record for a Gothenburg slash Swedish death metal sound. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah. a good, it was such a good gateway oh, like, into place. sort of melodic death metal and that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't even think I got into the Black Dahlia merger until a little bit after this. <clears throat> um, but um, yeah, hugely infectious songs like Only for the Week, Pinball Map. Um, satellites and astronauts is fucking incredible. It's like got that beautiful soft guitar lead. It's like almost like acoustic, like part just crashes in, mate. Like transitioning into that majestic solo. Man. Yeah, man. They did. Oh that. my god. They did those melodic bits better than anyone. For yeah, me. yeah. Um, and then I'll, I'll I'll sort of just finish off with um, the fact that that this record in my opinion is uh, is a masterpiece and it's a perfect bookend for that early in flames era like that's it yeah mate it's like like jay from the in between isn't it completed it mate like yeah like where it, mate. what do you want them what do you want them to do after mm. after four or five albums of mellow death perfection what do you want exactly. they're not going to keep photocopying the same album no, over and no. over again of course they were going to go in a different direction like it's when yeah. you've completed something, you don't just yeah. keep doing the same thing. You don't keep complete playing the same game over and over again, do you? So no, um, I I was fortunate enough to sort of sit. I've sit, I mentioned it loads of times. So I saw him on this tour oh, with Slipknot, bastard man, with Slipknot yeah, on the fucking on that Iowa tour. Yeah, <laughs> on the Iowa tour. <sighs> yeah, it was fucking great. What's your favourite track on this, Daz? Fucking, I struggled with this. Um, I I put pinball map. It's it's the biggest chorus. The driver still unknown. It's fucking classic, mate. It was fucking great. Oh, what a record! Right, I'm I'm pressing stop. I'm going to go and listen to this. See you later. Right, Defa, album free, my friend. Album free. This was an easy choice for the top 20, this one. And I think, Jim, you'll appreciate this one, mate. Released 8th of April, 1994. Yep. Offspring, 
Smash! Yes! Had to be in here. I'm so glad you got this in because this just missed out for me. No way! Yeah, mate. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely two two albums before that just missed mine as well. So you're fired then. I had to have this. This is, I mean, fuck me. I could have probably, albums that I've listened to the most in my lifetime, I would say Smash is probably got to be up there. Oh, I mean, we fucking killed this up we at school, the didn't we, mate? This, but I don't know how we got onto it. I, w- I was trying to think about it, and I don't think we did an album before. I mean, I don't think we did Ignition. Definitely, I, I, know. I can't. I know. How did we was. do it? How did we get into this? It was the video for Keep Them Separated was on Come Out and MTV. Play. That was the big... Yes. And we rinsed that i remember i had it on vhs because my dad had recorded headbangers ball and i think it was on that's there. it and yeah i think you're right mate and we were like shit have you heard the offspring so i remember when the album dropped both of us went and bought it pretty much the same day i think yes i had it on tape i bought it on yes. tape and yeah, this yeah. was my album where when i was waiting at the bus stop for the, the school bus my big shitty foam headphones on <laughs> I'm blasting this out constantly, <laughs> fucking constantly. Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. You oh. know, they uh, they sort of reinvented this, you know, like team punk rock, skater rock sort of genre. Yeah. And it did sort of go, it came out the same time as Dookie. Mm. So I think them two worked absolute perfect for sort of, to bring this sort of punk music more into the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mad Green, time, Green Day and Offspring were constantly on the fucking radio, Yeah, constantly on the music channels. The yeah. Those two albums were fucking massive. Huge. And man. I think, oh, mate, I mean, I mean, the songs on here, I mean, Dexter Holland, man, it's a fucking animal. I mean, we talk <laughs> about some vocalists who know how to write... And sing a hook, and you know, and get it catchy. But Dexter does it to perfection on every single fucking one of these tracks on air. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this because this was way more. This is more way more aggressive than Dookie, isn't it? Oh so, yeah. Like you had Dookie um, is like your more straightforward punk, very isn't it? Poppy as well. Very poppy. This is more. I mean, there's some riffs in here. More like skate punk. This isn't it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a lot more heavier. Um, I think, you know, I mean, Nitro Youth Energy, I mean, when those drums kick in at the beginning (laughs) and then that riff comes in, man. I mean, it's got one of the catchiest chorus. It's a straightforward chorus, but it's so fucking catchy because it's the way they sing it. Um, Gotta Get Away is a fucking slowed down, just melodic, just beautiful track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something to believe in goes a little bit more sort of out there again really catchy self-esteem's got a fucking great riff on it that's the biggest yeah. one of the biggest singles of the 90s mate self-esteem oh, on it. mate self-esteem was massive yeah um 
you've got uh, the title track smash is fucking classic that literally comes at you like a fucking punch <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's, it's a long album i think it's about 46 minutes but i think when you listen to it you don't realize because i think it just it, it seems like it's 20 right. minutes long yeah it's fucking great yeah, um yeah yeah my favorite track on here if this if this was probably the toughest one man i went with bad habit because I think that's a fucking, that is just... You dumb shit, God. Yeah, it's got one of the best bits. Yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> that sums up that sort of punk, skater rock attitude in one track. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, what what an album this is, man. So glad you got this in, mate. This literally just missed. <sighs> oh, yeah, I'm so glad. you. I had a feeling, I had a feeling you'd have this in there. I'd had to have it, mate. Yeah, I'd had to yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah amazing so yeah so bad habits your favorite track on this one yeah a firm sweet right okay so my fourth pick is <clears throat> by a band we've literally just spoken about uh released 1996 in flames with the jester race i knew you'd have that i knew <laughs> it i knew it so this yeah so obviously i i'm a few years older than dad so i'd got into him a bit earlier um i was introduced to them by the video for artifacts of the black rain um which was oh, on shit. headbangers ball another song that i instantly fell in love with um the vocals were a lot harsher than stuff i was listening to at the time but there's an obvious huge maiden in, uh, oh, influence mate. all over in flames sound so it was the melodic guitar parts and the, and the dual lead harmonies and stuff that really like hit me. And I was like, I need to know what this is. Uh, I need to hear more of this. So when I got the Jester race and in my, for me, this is the best mellow death album ever written. The Jester race. Like you got a great shout there. I would, I, this would just pip slaughter of the soul for me um, for that, for that position. It's, it's incredible fucking record this. It's dark, it's moody, but it's also really triumphant sounding as well with those like with those melodies. Um most triumphant. Most triumphant. It, mate, it really is like there's there's like a million mellow death bands, aren't there? Right. But the but the thing that sets these like highest tier ones apart is the songwriting. Like mm. like at the gates, carcass. Oh. Um, in flames it's creating those huge vocal hooks those uh choruses those memorable riffs and solos that get stuck in your head and this this is like a plus for that um like listen to december flower right that is pure maiden fucking yeah beefed up to this to, to sound like this mellow death uh sound so obviously this was the first album to feature anders on vocals um and his vocal performance on this is sensational. Like, he's so powerful. Like, especially Lord Hypnos is the best example yeah, of that right. on here. His his delivery on that man just fucking shivers shivers down your spine. Um, Moonshield is as perfect oh. an album opener as you. That's your that that's intro. Your favorite track the oh, mate, that, that guitar <laughs> intro at the yeah. beginning, that first minute is just. That it's life. like games it's like taking you back to that sort of like a medieval yes. times and something's about to happen yeah, and yeah. as soon as that drum kicks in yeah it's yeah, yeah. like yeah every war has happened it's just yeah, fucking unreal man it's so good it's like really folky isn't it 
and oh mate but it's, it's kind just of like dancing oh it's so like lord it it's like the... some sort of lord of the rings shit isn't it like yes yes it like game of thrones sort of yeah, type it's like a battle oh mate it's oh. that guitar it's just oh mate it's oh, the best whoa, 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 whoa. this is another whoa, whoa. we came to school definitely like mate um, we fucking came this and it's really it's a strange because there's the the second track on here is an instrumental, which is really weird to have an instrumental early in an album, mm. but it really yeah. works so well. The Jester's Dance after. Um, beautiful use of clean guitars. The dual leads are sublime on there. Um, it's just oh, fucking brilliant, man. It, it, there's like a, um, like a really solemn, mournful quality to it, this album. Like it's it's got a real an atmosphere about it that you just can't, put into words you have to listen to it but just go through the track list on this mate like we've mentioned lord hypnos dead eternity graveland the fucking title track on this is unbelievable like it's one of the best death metal songs ever written in my in my opinion a mellow death masterpiece this like i'm glad you had clayman uh dads because it shows that the difference in if you're getting into in flames in a little bit later you would go for that more melodic. Yeah, I, I think that run, what's that run they had? So it's the Jester Race, Horacle, Colony. Colony, yeah. And Colony, then, Horacle, yeah, Clayman. Clayman. Yeah. You, you, you can't fuck with that, mate. Untouchable, mate. And I'd, I'd, untouchable, even, mate. I'd even put Come Clarity in as being a... Oh, I, I like Come Clarity. Come, Come Clarity's fucking wicked. Come Clarity, I didn't really mind Reroots Remain. I remember going to pick yeah. that up. I think that's great. I, like I got that. I, I got that. I thought, that was... I thought Cloud Connected was a fucking yep. banger off of that record. Yeah, they made. Yeah. I think I think they get a lot of unfair criticism for mm. their late latter day stuff. I think a lot of it's really great. Um, mm. But yeah, the Jester Race is the one for me, mate. All time yes. world world beater, and Lord Hypnos is my favourite track on this. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah man. Right. Daza, album four. Album four. It's no surprise it's in the year 2000. I've got fucking loads from 2000 in here, man. Daza's been to the year 2000. Year 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I'll just be short, mate. It's this Linkin Park hybrid theory. Oh, that's why, that's why I laughed. You had to have it. Oh, right, songs, okay. <laughs> authority, I knew it. As well, so there's probably not really much point in going much more into that because. No, that's cool. What was, the, what was your the, personal? You know, what was your like personal relationship um, though with it, Daz? When did you sort of discover it? Was it as it dropped? Yeah, I mean, it was the same as Dan. Like, I remember seeing, um, one step closer on the telly thinking like what the fuck and it's like shut up when I'm and I was like oh, fucking mate. come on you fucking it's like, shut up and I was like fucking <laughs> smashing someone like smashing my sister and that you know what I mean like fucking in the fucking face and that my mate had it. my mate's MS my mate's MSN thing you remember like MSN yeah like, yeah do I his uh yeah email thing was like shut up when i'm talking to you like uh, <laughs> fucking do whatever it is msn.com so so i remember i remember that and then i remember do you know like when you're sort of that age and you're a bit like a fuck it well i was a bit like i think if i'm gonna be honest like i, I went through like a weird not like a gatekeeping stage but i was like this is like because even though they were kind of huge, like I remember just listening to their album all the time on my way to work, like, and, and just out and about. And then I was just like, I really 
liked in the end, and then they released it as a single. Do you know what I mean? They released everything as a single, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, in the end, is my favorite track on it, mate. It's like chorus, one of those choruses. Yeah, it, it was like one of those records where I was at this funny age where I was just like, I fucking love this record. I love this band. And then, like around me, it they were almost turning into like a pop sensation. Like, yeah, because they yeah, were I know that. Bit, it was that much I of a big mean. deal. Like fucking, you know what I mean? Mums and that were into it. And I was like, fuck off, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I mean, this is my shit. I was fucking bashing my sister up to this shit. Like, you know what I mean? So that first single. Now all yeah, you yeah. lot are coming in yeah, with yeah. your candles and that fucking singing in the end and that. This ain't right. Get the fuck out. I wasn't beating my sister up, by the way. I was just, just to clarify, no yeah, females disclaimer. were hurt yeah. during the listening to this album. So it was just, it was just, uh, it was just, a su- it was just a suplex. Yeah, I just lost. I just went a bit mad. I had a bit of fucking monster, and I'm a bit wild. But you're saying about that, about the sort of turning into, you know, everyone was sort of listening to them who yeah. shouldn't have been listening. But like Lip Biscuit were the same. Papa Roach, yeah, yeah. their singles and that were all over the music. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, Papa Roach one, fuck me, that was everywhere. Lip yeah. Biscuit with the Mission Impossible tune. That was <laughs> yeah, everywhere. That was, that was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. These bands yeah. were cool for getting people into rock music yeah, and liking guitars definitely. and stuff. And, you know, you would hope that a lot of those people who got into it are now listening to Morbid Angel and... Yeah, right. exactly. you know what I mean, heavier yeah, stuff. So we all grow out of that fucking phase where you're just like, it's, I don't, like people give the gatekeeping thing like a bit of a shitty rep, but like I think all it comes down to deep down is like you, people that like really connect with something. Yeah, and they don't want it to change, and they don't want. It's not that they don't want to share it, but like I just, I think they just don't want like everyone to just fucking be on on it it's and then it gets watered down and yeah and then sometimes bands you're protective of play to that and then yeah yeah they dilute the sound and they go a bit fucking weird and you're just like well the shit that i loved about this band it's gone resonated with me it's fucking gone because all you cunts fucking love it now (laughs) i hear you man that's what it's (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favourite track on this, Daz? Is it Points of Authority as well? Is yeah, that why you I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got to be, mate, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, a yeah, tune, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. a tune. And the remix version on uh, Reanimation of... It's Points wicked, of isn't it? It's fucking good Yeah, too, yeah. Man. So, um, yeah. Sweet. Park Sweet. Hybrid Theory, banger. Right, Def, I think I know what your last two albums are going to be, mate. So, uh, what's, what's your next yeah. one, dude? So, I'm going to mix it up a bit. Um, it was released in 1994, shock. Uh, it's Corrosion of Conformity with Deliverance. Yes, Defa. Yes, Defa. Yes, mate. Oh, mate, I had to have this album in here. Of course. Because, Jim, of course I remember you coming back from that Monsters of Rock and saying... Corrosion of Conformity are a fucking band we've got to listen to. And I took that on board. Uh, And I remember the first time, I I don't know if you had the album first. I think you might have had it first because I I think you remember you buying it. Yeah, mate. I went out and got it straight after that Megadeth show. Yeah. So I think I heard it from you. And then I remember going to Camden with my auntie, who was a metalhead. Sweet. And we went to Metalheads. Metalheads, but what a fucking place oh, what a that, was. that was. So 14 years old, walking in there. I think I was wearing my Maiden t-shirt or a Maiden t-shirt. Walking up to the desk because I thought, I've only got a tenner. And back then it was like, whatever you had. It's not like now. I could go in, you could look around, you could pick up three, four albums and then buy the album you wanted. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. it was like, 
I need to get this album. And I, I don't want to look. Much. Yeah. I only have this amount of money. So I went up to the front desk. There's this big tattoo bloke on the on the desk. He turned around and I was like, hello, have you got the Crochet Conformity album deliverance, please? And I remember him looking at me, but like in shock. Because yeah, he was yeah. like thinking, this is fucking like, fat 14-year-old kid. <laughs> He's just asked me for Croce to conform it. like, how the fuck has he heard of them? <laughs> so I remember him getting off the chair and walking because it was the tapes oh. and CDs that were like in the middle of the yeah, shop, weren't they, it. Jim? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And um, he took me to the tape section and obviously he had it and I was buzzing because it was like that cover is fucking oh, it's all colours, isn't it? Brilliant. Like that orange sun, whatever the fuck it's a big it is. speaker, in it? Yeah. And I remember, oh, mate, and it's just, I remember getting the tape thinking, Fucking yes, I, I'm so happy for it. And again, yeah, it blew my mind. It was something different to what I've had listened to. I think this sort of sludgy southern rock, I I hadn't really, so you know, it was more like you know, Machine Head and yeah, you know, Maiden, Metallica, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, Sepultura, you know, the heavier, yeah, sort of groovier riffs. This was something a bit more slowed down more sort of anthems than sort of you know sort of other tracks yeah. and um yeah i was blown away you know you got monstrous riffs there they are anthems stadium anthems and it's i think in my view this you know metallica fans especially sort of like black album metallica fans would have loved this album because it's in that sort of vein you know they're slowed down tracks you've still got your heavier tracks but it's an album that flows and I think it sort of fits into that sort of black album sort of rain. They, yeah, man, they've got that, like, this album's got like a real, like summery vibe to it as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you can imagine sitting out on a hot summer, hot summer evening with like Albatross just playing as you're having a beer. Like it's, it's and a perfect, barbecue, man. Yeah. That like yeah, hazy, man. hazy sun kissed feel to it. isn't it, yeah, and Pepper is fucking great vocalist as well. And I think it's his, it was his first. Uh, it is, yeah. It was the first one, yeah, as lead yeah, yeah. singer, yeah. Because he did and, the, um, obviously he did the vocals for "Vote with a Bullet" on the album it. before. Um, do you know the story as to why he why he does the vocals? Why he took over Death? So they'd written all the songs. The previous vocalist had, had left or been fired. I can't really remember which. And they were looking for a new vocalist and the time was running out. And Pepper was like, well, fuck it. I might just have to do it. So he just did the vocals and they were... What a decision. What they, a decision. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. Like you said it's before, good. it's like that sort of Sabbath-esque. It's like a new wave of Sabbath in it Sabbath, on here. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it's just a monster album. And... um yeah i mean it was on guitar hero metallica as well albatross and i remember trying to play it did i fuck yeah just uh an album i mean so many memories and uh yeah that's but and my favorite song same as you jim clean my wounds it's got to be clean absolute my fucking tune mate it's all time tune. weldy mate isn't it mate unbelievable so there you go yeah another another vote for corrosion conformity deliverance Right, so I can't believe we're on to our last album already for this show. It is this, this one's flown by, mate. This has been fucking rad. Um, so I'm staying in the mid-90s again for my last pick. Um, 1995, this came out. 
more big words here from me, but this is the best punk album ever made, and it is an Outcome the Wolves by Rancid. I um, knew you'd have this. I was thinking about that earlier, actually. Good shout. Uh, it's one of the most heartfelt, life-affirming records ever submitted to Disc Mate. This um, stories about people you've never met but feel like you've known for your whole life, like. You go through the album, like Ruby Soho, Roots Radical, Junkie Man, Old Friend. Um, you feel like, like, Tim Armstrong is essentially a poet, right? He, in the same way like Shane McGowan from the Pogues, writes songs, writes stories that are actual songs. So, um, like, Tim Armstrong sounds like he's pissed half the time, right? But his, <laughs> but it, but his vocals are so, like... I'd say he's so full of like life and soul, and that's part of the charm of his of of his vocals is that he just writes he writes choruses like no one's business. There's vocal hooks all over this that shouldn't be hooks, but they are. Like the way he yeah. delivers them is is insane. Um, you've got like that scar influence on this because obviously he from Operation Ivy that he was in before. So tracks like uh, Time Bomb. Um, old friend that I've already mentioned. The artwork on this is iconic in the same way that Jane Doe's iconic now. Like you wouldn't have to ha have a logo on this. Uh, You'd know what it is. No, you know what it yeah. is instantly. It's it's just one of those. The whole package is sensational on this. The music, the art, the visuals. It's everything about it is brilliant. Um, Matt Freeman's one of the best fucking bass players on earth like the first track maxwell murder has got a bass solo in it like do you know what i mean yes, it's mad Wicked. <laughs> See, i wasn't really like into sort of punk but a lot of my like closest friends were so i was exposed to this album quite a lot even though it wasn't something that i picked up personally yeah yeah so Ruby, 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 Ruby. So, oh, oh it's, mate, it's so. That's it. You know, this, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know like, the song, even it. if you yeah, don't know, know even if you don't think you do. Like, it's yeah. just not. This is 19 tracks, right? Which is a lot of tracks, but every one of them is a 10 out of 10. It's just fucking remarkable for a band to have to have done that. Like, the quality of songwriting and storytelling on this is just unmatched. It, like, like I said, it, it, it puts you in the mind's eye of where of what Tim Armstrong's writing about. Like you can see the characters, you can see Ruby Soho sat in a room. You can see like them on the bus. Um, it's just a master. That's what makes them stand out, isn't it? That's yeah. what makes the album stand out when it when they can yeah. do that. It is, mate. It's a, a masterclass of storytelling and and song songwriting. Is it? Um, it's always one of my favourite records. I played it. When we were doing this, I was like, right, because I did like a little test. All the records that uh, I wanted to put on it, I played them in the car because they said good. It's a good like if it sounds good in the car. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, it's going to sound good anywhere. Yeah. So I played this, mate. Fucking hell. I was like, oh my God, I know every word to this, like every word, every track. I was like, it has to be in there. It just has to be. Like, it's a it's a timeless masterpiece, this album, mate. Um, landmark album for that band as well wasn't it, it is, yeah, yeah man yeah yeah huge huge record um i've already mentioned it but my favorite song on here is uh is time bomb i think it was the first track i heard off the off the record and yeah it's it's 
it's an all-time favourite of mine. So, yeah, my last pick this week uh, on this episode is An Outcome the Wolves by Rancid. That All right, Daz. Huge, huge, huge pick, mate. Huge pick. Last record for you, Daz, for, for this episode, mate. Mine's a huge pick, mate. So huge that it broke records with 345,000 copies sold in its first week, 10 weeks at number one in the charts and four times platinum in the US. It's got the biggest one-two punch in rock and pop history with Wonderwall and Don't Look Back in Anger. Oh, <laughs> it is a... What's the Story Morning Glory, mate? 95 Oasis, baby. I I knew this was going to be in here. And I, said, we, we had, we had this convo, didn't we, yeah, Jim? Yeah. I think it was you've, actually, the... you've actually fucked it because I thought this was going to be your number one. All oh, right. I thought <laughs> I knew. Not... I thought when, I knew. That... When we get to one, you're going to fucking kick yourself. Oh, up okay. Too. okay. Big time. But, um, I mean, I don't know, mate. This album was another one that sort of just transformed the world. It did. I would say it transformed. Oasis the fucking were fucking. World. They run. They run the world at this um, point. Yeah, they, know, yeah, I, they, yeah. I was still a bit like I was like ten when this album came out, so I was still quite young. But I'll still look back at documentaries um, on the Britpop, um, you know, the Blur and fucking Oasis thing. Like, yeah. you know, that looked yeah. like that was a proper tear up. Like that time, that moment, yeah, culturally in Britain when that was going on, um, was fucking massive, mate. The I wish I had thing... lived through it to be honest a bit. Yeah, me and Def were about fifteen when this dropped, so you could it it they. It felt like they took over the world, mate, from where we were in the UK. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird because like, I can imagine if you're like American because it obviously went fucking global big time. Um, but I'd imagine it's still d- like a different... Didn't really different, make much sense you know to them. I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like probably was, not yeah. make they didn't get sense. that. They didn't get that Britpop yeah. sort of era nah. in it with Blur and stuff like that. Yeah. And the Verve. They didn't. It's yeah. It's only... so British, mate. It was so British. It's so right? British. Like, lads, lads, lads. Still, lads, still, still like, went four times. <laughs> yeah, platinum. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Still, still four times platinum in the US, which is mad. But yeah, they probably just didn't get it. Like these guys with these fucking nutty barnets, like with the park. <laughs> jackets that everyone's like bowling it around like that like you know even harry enfield and that were like taking the piss yeah mate i mean like bowling it around and that but he pulled it off didn't he he pulled it off man as a fucking front man he was Um, that's what people wanted to see liam gallagher's one of the best ever mate i don't care what anyone says no one of the best ever just don't give a fuck doesn't give a shit and and noel noel's one of the best ever like songwriting yeah he is and and he he's got a fuck hell of a set of lungs on him i really yeah, like yeah. his high flying birds they just make bangers as well yeah it's just great songwriter mate he's just you know, he's a classic songwriter yes i just thought it was like this album was basically the official soundtrack to getting shit faced in the pub for a fucking long time yeah i, I well, this am it's anthem city in it on air fuck me Mate, when I was like 17, 18, started going out drinking with my mates, we used to go, like, all the pubs back then had jukeboxes, which was yeah, yeah. brilliant. We just used to pump pounds in there, mate. You'd stick, like, loads of Oasis on, loads of Verve, loads of the Charlatans, the Stone Roses. Yeah. Just used to fucking bang all these, like, yeah. Britpop, Manchester. Oh, it was 
just grab all your mates and just fucking belt yeah. out Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, this yeah. album had that, innit? This album done that. It brought people together. Yeah. yeah it, it, I, I think this album is a rock and roll masterpiece, personally. I think it's fucking brilliant. Like, every song on here. Yeah, I do, mate. Is fucking that, unbelievable. That title track. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, mate. Mate, that, that is. Oh, mate. So, I think so, I first heard it on the Brits and it was just like, oh my God. And that's a proper, like, that's a proper fucking rock song, mate. That. The guitar. Mate, that is. Shit, like. Yeah. 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 That is wicked. And the vote, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking mad, mate. I mean, look at that track listing, like, hello, roll with it, Wonderwall, don't look back in anger. Yeah, and then you end with Champagne Supernova. Champagne Supernova, fuck me, what a track to end with. She's Electric is on here as well. Yeah, it's all it's all the hits, mate. You cast no shadow, mate. You can't get bigger than that. It's all fucking hits on it. Yeah, it yeah, is. it's just it's like their greatest hits, kind of. Yeah, without yeah. being their greatest hits, but that's yeah. how good it is. Yeah, that's how, that's how good the album is. Yeah, um, yeah, and so, these songs will be being played until long after we, long after we're buried, mate. These songs oh, will yeah. still, yeah, like new generations will still be picking up. Like must like my boys, I I I have Oasis on in the car, like now and again because i don't i don't expose them to metal in the car like i don't want to no, you know yeah. what i mean like so yeah. i put oasis on quite a lot and like yeah them two fucking love it so it's like with their recently like i think Noel was you know because i keep going on about him like to re- reunite and that and he's just like where's the next oasis or where are the fucking kids like in their garage like making fucking rock and roll and that like it's no yeah but it's that Brit, here, i think that Brit pop era is i think it has been i don't know if i I agree, Dev. I think if bands came out, it's gone now. I think that yeah, sound. Like, I think I mean. it's... it was a cultural shift in time. Why not? Yeah, I think so. I think it, I think it will be if they did do anything, which I doubt it. It would sound. It wouldn't sound Oasis. I if think, you know what I mean. I think again, like that was a massive pushback against like pop music. It was. It was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, like no one wanted it. He they they bought guitars back into the mainstream yeah music in a huge way like because I, I like i said i bought dookie the same time as definitely maybe so there was something going on with guitar music whether it was mm. brick pop whether it was punk like me and death saying were like smash and dookie it was starting to happen and then it was no coincidence all of these fucking albums i mean look how many copies all of these albums sold what's the story yeah. dookie smash never mind yeah. came at the same time yeah. Yeah, like, or just it though. Sorry, that was just previous prior to this, wasn't it? But yeah, guitars like, just fucking yeah. came back in a hugest way. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So when you ask me what my favourite song is, I'll fucking tell you, mate. It's the title track, "Morning Fucking Glory," baby. Yes, to be. has to, to be, be, mate. Has oh, to be. Yeah, just go rack up a fucking fat line of fucking gear, mate, and go mad. That's what I say. When the Don't sun comes that. out, when the sun comes out, this album goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. 100%. I've been advocating drug use quite a lot on this. Episode. Don't do fucking drugs. <laughs> drugs are bad, guys. Yeah, that's just don't do them. Well, Def, last album. I think I know what this might be, mate, by the disappointment. Last in album your face is earlier, what? It's <laughs> yes. I was going to say we'd better start from the beginning, but Perhaps. we're now going to end. 
<laughs> with what you had at the beginning. This is a and it's white, trip, zom- it? white Zombie, Astro Creep 2000. Yes, Songs of love, destruction, and synthetic delusions of the electric head. Snappy what a title. title. Yeah. They know how to do a title, old Robson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what can I say? Again, got into this album at the same time as Jim obviously got into it. Obviously, coming back from that Donington gig, when it there was a lot of bands, yeah, we man. had to check out, and yep. this was like that first. I don't know if this came out before the manufacture. Did this come out before the or was the manufacture after? Oh, they were very because very it's that similar it, time. They must, mate. yeah, because very it's that similar. you know whatever one. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think. When did this come out? April '95. So yeah, I mean, they both it's... had that industrial. And uh, this album, especially, was more in, industrial than the Six Assisto, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And yeah, uh, this, yeah, this time. had a lot more of that stomp. I mean, you got every fucking sound under the cloud with this album: the electronic, keyboard, psychedelic. Yeah, you know, it, it's like the scariest fun fair you know coming to town and rob and co are headlining it yep and you walk in and that's it electric head part one starts and you're like oh shit it is like a carnival the start of that isn't it like it's a carnival it's a freaky carnival and rob is the ringleader yeah he's the ringleader (laughs) it is mate it is is, mate it it fucking is the whole album is basically like your time at a carnival being sk- yeah. getting shit sk- fucking scared of everything. Yeah, there's a bit of carnival music at one of the start of do 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 yes and he goes din, din, yeah. din, bow, bow, bow. do 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 yeah, oh, I can't remember what track that is with the with the carnival start to it. Yeah carry on mate I'll I'll dig that out because that's, that's I think the first sick. track that got me hooked onto these was supercharger heaven and i got onto that because it was in the judge dread film the sylvester stallone judge dread film yeah there's a bit when two people get out the car and you can hear supercharger heaven with a devil bad devil bad fucking out the car and it was like oh my god that's fucking my zombie (laughs) it's like fucking yes (laughs) i love it when i used back in the day when i was a teenager i used to love it when i used to hear a metal band or a metal tune in a film it, yeah. i used to fucking love it and uh yeah so i mean what can you say about this album i mean it's it, the guitars are like lo- it's more low tuned i remember i like this sex to but i think this album flows a lot better yeah it does yeah yeah and I like you're saying the, they, so- the guitars are down tuned so the guitars sound much heavier on this don't they yeah a lot heavier and um you know the lyrics uh, also, they're quite. St- I mean, I think they have this. You know, I mean, we know what Rob obviously does. You know, he's a film director as well. You know, he's done some freaky fucking films, and I think he incorporates a lot of his lyrics into a lot of this music. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it doesn't make sense that you have an album that is literally all over the place. Yet, it makes sense, and uh, you got some of the best fucking titles for tracks on here i mean el phantasmo and the chicken run blasterama i mean <laughs> jesus christ that's a fucking title grease paint and monkey brains that's the track i was trying to think of death that's the one that starts with the carnival. grease paint um, yes do, 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 grease paint do, and monkey do, do. 
Yeah, that's and um, yeah, I mean, like you said, you mentioned the hits before: more human than human, oh. uh, supercharged heaven, electric head, part one and part two. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, this again, it's an album I've listened to so many fucking times, and uh, you know, this really sort of started the spawn of Rob Zombie's solo career, didn't it? I think this was the last one, wasn't it? It was. I was reading about this earlier, Def, because this is, you know, when the question like comes up, which band would you like to see reunite? It's yes. my answer is always White Zombie. And I was just reading, and Rob Zombie just said that being in White Zombie was never actually that much fun. He said they didn't, none of them really got on all that well. I, I, um, there was a lot of I've had read about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think by the end of this tour, like he was traveling in his own tour bus. And he just kind of said like, this was the right time to go out rather than to let it fall to shit to go out right on the top. Yeah, um, I, I mean, think he, so. He was just yeah, because really, I mean, Hellbilly Deluxe came after this, which is fucking brilliant as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he'd done all right for himself. And uh, also, again, like we said, I like when an album spawns a remix album and we had super sexy swinging sounds when it a year yeah, later mate, yes, and we smashed it we used to smash the shit out of that in the common yes. room didn't we yeah yeah that drum and bass version of supercharger heaven mate oh yeah, my yeah. god mate it's fucking world mate so world good. beating that yeah so uh you, you gotta have what we had to have white zombie in here jim and it is no surprise no no, that we had it because we'd grown up this album since we were fucking 15 years old. So, yeah, it was no, the two that we both picked on this episode, Def, were absolutely no surprise whatsoever that we both had. had to be. Like, and, yeah, were... and for you to have them in the first two, I was like, <laughs> oh God, you're going to have <laughs> all of them. All my picks you're going to have. <laughs> Perhaps we had better start from the beginning. From the beginning, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. So, my favorite track, I'm going to go with Supercharger Heaven because that holds a bit. Those memories, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Me. and that's one of the best choruses as well. Even though it's so man, simple, oh. and I always laugh at that because our mate at school, Rob, thought he was singing "Dead Old Man" in the chorus, and Dead that old always man. cracks me. <laughs> cracks me. That, up, was, mate. that was always the funny one for us, wasn't it? Dead old oh, man. We, dead and old we used man. to let him do it. We used to yeah, let him like, sing it, and we used to laugh. He probably thought, "Oh fuck me, they think I'm fucking Rob Zombie part two, mate." Like now, nah, mate, laugh at you. Miss, miss, oh. misheard lyrics. That is, yeah, oh, mate, mate. Always crack me up, man. Always crack me up. So there you go. Fifteen more records. Well, not fifteen essentially, because there was a couple of uh, duplicates, but. We're that's that boys. We're now halfway through the goat journey. Um, oh my god, so, it's going to get worse. It's going to get better, you mean? <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some absolute worldies in there. Um, yeah, hit us. Let us know what you thought of our picks um, over on social media, Twitter, at Bangers P, Instagram, Facebook, Bangers and Mosh Podcast. Thanks for the people who've uh, put their top 20s together and sent them over to us. There was some uh, there was some cool shit in there and everyone sort of saying the same, wasn't it? Like, this could change tomorrow or this could be different. Yeah. So, I think our lists, I think in general, yeah, I think that they can change. Yeah. They yeah. have to, isn't it? You, you can't, I, I just think they have to, to a yeah, degree. Yeah, because you, you, your tastes like, change over the years, yeah. don't they? And things like that. And, mm. but yeah, I, I'm, I'm already buzzing to do the next one because I've looked yeah. at, uh, I've looked at episodes. Oh God, I'm looking my at my albums for episodes. Oh God, God, mate, mine is Fucking ridiculous, mate. Back to the brim, mate. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's next Monday. Um, we'll be dropping episode three. Already cannot wait for that. But yeah, like I said, let us know what you thought of our picks. And um, yeah, hit us up on, on social media and, and, and let us know 
if there's anything that you you would have in yours fucking let us know about it so yeah mm-hmm. till next monday for episode three we're bangers and mosh and we'll see you again soon peace out goodbye everybody bye bye peace